0: At our Father's house, our prayer is that you will be blessed and strengthened by the power of Jesus Christ. We would like to thank you for joining us today as we study God's Word. Now let's join Pastor Odie. We've got the Father of America. Kids, who would, who's considered the Father of America? History lesson, you don't know, oh no, George Washington, uh, the father of of rock and roll, in fact he just passed away about a week ago, right, Elder Rice, sorry, (laughs) I figured you might have grown up on that. Chuck Berry passed away about a week or so ago. He was known as the father of, of rock and roll. Uh, you got the father, of, the father of basketball. I think his name's DeAndre Fox, right? Sorry. Go Big Blue. Sorry, David. I love you, man. Actually, it's a man by the name of James Naismith uh, from Kansas. If you're watching, Mr. Naismith, I'm sorry about your Jayhawks. But what we see here is the Father of Mercies, right? Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies. Now, I I don't think we need to look at this verse and see that, okay, he's the Father of Jesus Christ, but then he is also the Father of mercies. I think what the Word is saying to us, that is, Because he's the father of Jesus Christ, and then he is the father of mercies because Jesus Christ is our mercy. Oh, are y'all hearing me this morning? Are you with me? If you're with me, say amen. Somebody shout mercy. The Bible says to him who gives mercy, receives mercy. And Greg did so well as he always does opening up. How many know we are supposed to be givers? And maybe sometimes, you know, the more how many, how many, if you get a revelation of the mercy you've been given, you're going to start giving somebody else more mercy. Come on, because listen, it's not about who you are, and you know when it, when it comes right down to it, it, I don't care how much faith you have and how much authority you feel like you have and how much you feel like and how many churches you felt like you've built and all of these things. At the at the end of the day, if it weren't for mercy, we'd all be nothing. Amen. <laughs> Because the Bible says that our righteousness is as filthy rags But it's the righteousness of Jesus You know what? One man sinned named Adam And he messed up and we all became sinners But there was another man that came named Jesus And he was the second Adam He was righteous And because of his righteousness Because of his obedience We all became righteous Hey, come on Are you all with me in this room? It's because of who he is That we are who we are Yeah, come on Somebody needs to give him praise Get ready Because we're going Oh, come on Somebody give him Praise Mercy, mercy is an act of divine favor or compassion, an extended hand to the undeserving. Forgiveness, it means forgiveness even when you should be getting justice. I've said it like this before. Grace is getting what we don't deserve and mercy is not getting what we do deserve. And you know what, guess what, it's brand new every day, Sherry I don't know if y'all are going to get this or not But if you get this word this morning, it's going to set you free Hallelujah In Exodus 33, we're going to look at a bunch of verses Verses 18 and 19 Look at 18 first here Moses told God, he said Show me your glory. And in verse 19, you know, Moses, is, he's, he's like, God, he said, I want to see your glory. You know, we've, we've had this stuff, you know, we, you know, we have the tabernacle. We, he said, show me your glory. God says, I'll make, what? All my goodness pass before thee. I can't even fathom all the goodness of God so Moses is asking for God's glory and God says I'm gonna make all my goodness he didn't say I'm gonna show you my bad side I'm not gonna show you my wrath because you're not appointed unto wrath you're a son of the Most High God You're a son and a daughter of a father of mercies. And you know what? What I'm going to show you is I'm going to show you my goodness. we got to get a brand new picture of who God is, Danny Tuttle. And he's a good God, and he wants to show us his goodness. He wants to shine throughout the world. Is anybody with me in this room this morning? Come on, he's a good God. He said, I'm going to show you my goodness. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody say, show us your goodness, Lord. Hallelujah, we need to see that, we need to get a revelation of that and In 2 Chronicles 20 We talked about this Thursday night I'm not going to look at all the verses here But in 2 Chronicles 20 I mean, it ever felt like you're just surrounded on every side? You guys know this passage of scripture The children of Israel, were King Jehoshaphat was surrounded on every side and he he fasted and he prayed and the spirit of the Lord spoke and he said in the morning, you know, rise up, go out there, take your put your singers out there, let them sing, let them sing unto me. You know, don't you don't have to work. We got to stop trying to do battle ourselves. Let me let me show you this. I wasn't going to read all this. Let me let me let me show you this. Are we good? If we're good, say amen Okay, in verse 20 In verse, verse 15 Hearken you all, Jerusalem, in the inhabitants of Jerusalem And now King Jehoshaphat Thus says the Lord, be not afraid, nor dismayed By reason of this great multitude For the battle is not yours, but God's Look at your neighbor and say it's his battle Oh, we're going to get there. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, Take your seat. Amen. He says, Tomorrow go out against them. And in 17, he says, You don't need to fight in this battle. Set yourself, stand your seal, and see the salvation of the Lord, O Judah and Jerusalem. Fear not, be, don't be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord will be with you. And Jehoshaphat bowed his face to the ground, in all Jerusalem and Judah and, and, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell before the Lord, worshiping the Lord. And then they stood up, to praise the Lord God of Israel with a loud voice on high, so in the, the next morning he, he consulted with his people. He appointed singers unto the Lord. That's why it's so important for you to sing unto the Lord. I, I'm 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 going to be good here this morning because we're preaching mercy. But the worship sense is not a concert, and it's not a it's not a performance. It's not. That's why it's so important, and Jill was encouraging you guys this morning for you to sing and for you to worship God. Lose sight of who's up here. I mean, you enter in. If you struggle with looking up here, turn around and look back there, or sit down and look at the floor, or do something. Best thing is is look up. Amen. He consulted with the people and he put out. He pointed singers <laughs> until the Lord that they should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and said, Praise the Lord, for His mercy endures forever. Now, here's their enemies armed and ready to fight, ready to do battle, and all of a sudden they got a bunch of people out there singing, and they're saying, Praise the Lord, for His mercy endures forever. I, don't, I heard John Kilpatrick talking about this one time, and, and, and John Kilpatrick, and it kind of surprised me. He said this, uh, you know, being, being the, uh, the man of God that we know he is, and, and it's not a bad thing, but it, I still was just kind of taken aback by it. But John Kilpatrick said he don't think that, that they sung this, uh, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures. He said he thought they wrapped it. He said, and the, and the enemy was freaking out because, because what they were saying is, and you got to get this, what they were saying is, you, you, you enemy, you can't touch us because we have a merciful God. And you know what? I'm going to serve notice right now. Listen, the the, the, the the kingdom of darkness that's coming against the people of God, let me serve notice on them right now. The Lord is a merciful God. He is, he is good in His mercy. The, the people, oh, come on, somebody needs to help me. The people that's coming against the nation of Israel, let me tell you right now. Oh, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. This, 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 this kingdom of darkness and this, this Islamic spirit. This Come on, I'm just going to preach it the way I want to preach it. Is it are you all with me in this room? You're, you're think you're mess, you think you're going to mess with God's people, but the Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. And the mercy of God is on that nation and on that people, Israel. And I promise you, when we're all gone, they're still going to prevail. Oh, come on, is anybody with me in this house? It's, he's a good God. The Lord is good and His mercy endures forever. No swords, no spears, no weapons, just a song that says praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. you got to stop trying to fight and start giving him praise and talk about how good he is. Because when you start talking about his mercy, guess what? He shows up. Somebody say Amen. Praise the Lord for His mercy endureth. And when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushments. You know what? You know what I'm telling you what? The enemy can have a plan for your life, but when you start giving God praise, the, the Lord will ambush him and He will, and, and he will stop him from, from wreaking havoc on your life. That's the God we serve. That's the God that's on our side. That's oh, Come on, that's the Lord God Jehovah. Is anybody, is anybody in this room? This He's the one that's on our side, Alan Markle. He's a good God. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. I don't even know how many verses I want to give you here. All right. In the New Testament, we're going to get there. There's a scripture in Matthew chapter 17. There was a man that had a son, if you guys remember. He said he was sore vexed. Mitchell said the scripture even referred to him as a lunatic. said he cast himself in the fire. But the father looked at Jesus and said, Lord, have mercy On my son Amen He didn't say Look how great I am Or look how much faith I have He said mercy Somebody say it Somebody say the word Somebody say mercy And then we look in in Matthew chapter 9 Brandon There was two blind men that followed Jesus And they cried out and they said, "Lord, thou son of David, have mercy on us." Somebody say it again. Say mercy. Another place in the Scripture, Matthew chapter twenty. You're doing so good, Calvin. Matthew twenty. Two blind men seen by the way. Someone hear Jesus pass by. They said, "Have mercy on us." There was a reason. And we're gonna get there. There was a reason that the Jews and the people of this time, there was a reason they used that phrase. And we're going to talk about it. We talked about the the one that was blind that the Scripture referred to as Bartimaeus. What did he say? Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy. So here's, here's the deal. All of these people got a miracle by saying, have mercy on us. Amen? Are we in agreement with that? Every one of these people got a miracle by saying, Lord. And you know, and what really started this in me, I think God has been showing his mercy to our nation. And in fact, Dutch Sheets said he thought mercy was going to be the new currency that that's what we and we got to we got to realize that we're living under an open heaven and God is a God of mercy and 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 I, and I just keep going back to it and I'll probably say it again before I'm done I don't care what you did last week or last month or last year or five years ago or ten years ago God is a God of mercy and you have a brand new slate today you start oh come on I don't care what kind of thought you had last week oh come on somebody needs to help me preach you guys need to help your pastors I don't care what kind of thoughts you had last week I don't care how bad you messed up and I'm not a I'm not preaching sin, I'm not condoning sin But I will say this, the Bible says where sin does abound, grace does much more abound And I'm telling you His mercy is new day, and it will always cover you Oh come on, somebody needs to help me, give Him praise in this house Come on, somebody give Him praise, come on, can you praise Him for mercy? Come on, somebody shout mercy, thank you Lord for mercy Hallelujah So if we struggle with feelings of unworthiness Has anybody ever struggled with feelings of unworthiness? This should set you free. All of these people got a miracle by saying, Son of David, have mercy. Now, go to Luke chapter 1. Luke 1, verses 46 through 54. This is where when Jesus, we talked about this Thursday night, when Jesus went... And and or, uh, where Mary went and was telling Elizabeth about her being pregnant, and and you all know the scripture the, the, the scripture says that the babe leaped in her womb, which was John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin. He she was six months pregnant, and the babe leaped in her womb. She was filled with the Holy Spirit, and then and then Mary cried out and gave this say. It was what it, what it's what, it's what re, is referred to as the Magnificent and in Luke chapter one verse forty six. Are you guys there? And Mary said, "My soul does magnify the Lord." Just keep going. Calvin, and my spirit is rejoicing in God my Savior. For he has regarded the lowest state of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. This is Mary speaking. For he that is mighty. For he that is mighty. She's she's pregnant. She's just pregnant. For he that is mighty has, has done to me great things, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them. That fear him from generation to generation. So I'm asking, is there anybody in this house this morning that fears the Lord? Is there anybody in this house that fears the Lord? You still have a reverence fear for God and who he is. When I'm telling you, Mary said that his mercy is going to be on them that fear him. So, the, so his mercy, if you fear God, his mercy is on you. I said his mercy is on you. Oh, somebody needs to thank him for that. Now, look at Verse 58. Same chapter. You got these, Calvin? I didn't turn to it. And her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her. Okay, next verse. Verse verse 72. To perform the mercy promised to her fathers and to remember his holy covenant. Verse 78. Through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high has visited us. So here's Mary, the mother of Jesus, and he has he's not even born, and she's already talking about in the magnificent about his mercy. Okay. What about the lepers? Luke chapter 10. Oh, hallelujah. band get ready Jill get ready Luke chapter 10 wrong chapter I gave you the wrong chapter how many remembers the story about the lepers I probably put down 10 because there was 10 lepers oh Jesus Jesus How many's have you ever had something feel like it's stolen something from you? The lepers, they cried out to Jesus, right? Now, lepers, the sin of leprosy oftentimes would leave people with fingers shortened or toes shortened, or they may even, you know, miss part of their nose or whatever the case may be due to this leprous disease on their body, and and, and they cried out to Jesus and have mercy. The lepers cried out, have mercy on us. Oh, have, glory. Have mercy on us. And Jesus healed them, Judy. And, and see, And here's the thing. He said, go show yourself to the priest. And, and, and he had healed this disease of leprosy. Do you know that leprosy is a picture of sin? And, 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 and here's the deal. Jesus didn't, I don't think Jesus just said, you're not going to have any more leprosy. I think what Jesus did, he not only said you're not going to have leprosy, but I'm going to restore everything in your body that leprosy has taken from you. Y'all missed a good opportunity to shout. You may feel like you've made some mistakes and sin has taken some things from you. And, and, and I tell you I'm going to preach to the people I'm going to preach to the people out there right now you may feel like that you've made some mistakes and sin and you're just trapped in bondage in this sin but I'm here to tell you come on somebody help me preach this morning that Jesus is a merciful he's a merciful savior and not only is he going to set you free of that sin when you say Lord have mercy but he's going to restore everything that the enemy has taken from you you're going to, you're going to be advanced come on you're going to be advanced he's going Take back you're gonna take back what the Palmer worms eating, what the canker worms eating, what the locust is eating, because he is a God, his mercy restores. So I don't care if it's if it's drug addiction or alcoholism or if prostitution or, or if you're sitting and watching this Or listening to this on, on the radio Or whatever the case is I'm preaching to you this morning That there is a man named Jesus And he is a God of mercy And he will restore And set you free Come on, somebody needs to give God praise in this room He's a God of mercy <laughs> Hallelujah You guys get ready Daniel, come on up His mercy restores. Now, we're going to talk about the seat. Brandon and I were discussing this, and we've been talking throughout the week about who, who Jesus is. In the tabernacle, there was a seat called the mercy seat. And there was cherubim on either side. Of the mercy seat The angels And The high priest would go in once a year Into the holy of holies You guys know the story And sprinkle the blood The sacrifice On the mercy seat And he would offer up The sacrifice at that point For the sins of the people And make atonement Amen once a year, I we tell them on, on Thursday night at Passover when Jesus was crucified. And the Bible says, the Bible says at the ninth hour of the day, he gave up the ghost, which was the exact time of the evening sacrifice. And he cried out with a loud voice, it is finished. The temple veil was rent in twain at the, at the right at the same time the high priest was in there offering up the sacrifice. And, and, and Brandon and I was, was, was talking about, and he, and he he was saying, you know, but see, Jesus then took, Jesus then took his blood. We've been talking about being seated. Amen We've been talking about being seated Guess what The Bible says that Jesus He ascended to heaven And he sat down Come here Brandon He sat down Somebody say sat down Here we'll sit right here He sat down What do you sit on Come on what do you sit on Somebody say it what do you sit on? you sit on a, sit on a seat, right? So in, 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 under the, in the Old Testament under the law, the high priest went in, he took the blood of the sacrifice and, and sprinkled it on the mercy seat. Now the mercy seat, you got to see this. Here, here, was, here was the purpose of the mercy seat. The, the mercy this is the place where God came to. It's called the mercy seat. And here, here, here God was in, in, the, in the Old Testament of law, this is where God was seated. This is where he dispensed mercy. Amen? And, and this is where he said, I, I'm merciful. I'm going to meet you at the mercy seat. He started out, even before Jesus was crucified, he had a place called a mercy seat. And then when, jo- when Christ is crucified and he ascends back to the heavens, and, and I believe that he went to the Father, the one sacrifice, and the Bible says that he sat down, and I think, I think where he sat down, he sat down, at the mercy seat Because I think the throne uh, you, you got to get this picture And when Jesus was in the tomb And they went in Danny to the tomb And they found the linen clothes laying there and, and Mary said that where the body of Jesus was laying There was an angel at the head And there was an angel at the feet And the bloody linen clothes clothes laying in the middle A picture of the mercy seat Amen. And then when he sends back, and then John says, I saw, behold, I saw at the throne, I saw a lamb as if it had been slain. So what we see, so what I'm trying to preach to you is when you look to heaven, don't look at a God that's waiting to strike you down. What you're looking to is a mercy seat, a throne in heaven, because he became the perfect sacrifice for all of us. And he sat down, he sat down at the seat of mercy, and then he said, You sit down next to me. So sure, this is a place of authority. You guys see this? Are we good? Stay right there with me. You look good. Hebrews, Hebrews nine three. You guys get ready. Hebrews nine. Verse three. How long we been preaching? Hebrews 9.3 And after the second veil, the tabernacle, which is called The Holiest of All Which had the golden censer in the ark of the covenant Overlaid round about with gold Wherein was the golden pot that had man and Aaron's rod That budded in the tables of the covenant Old Testament And over it, the cherubims of glory Shadowing the mercy seat of which we cannot Now speak particularly what Paul was saying. We don't have time to go into. I can't give you all the description. But I'm going to give you the most important part. Now when these things were thus ordained, the priest went always to the first tabernacle accomplishing the service of God. But into the second went the high priest alone once every year, not without blood, which he offered for himself and for the heirs of the people. The Holy Ghost is signifying that the way into the holiest of all was not yet made manifest, while as the first tabernacle was yet standing. Which was a figure For the time then present In which were offered both gifts and sacrifices That could not make him That did the service perfect As pertaining to the conscience Which stood only in meats and drinks And divers washings and, and carnal ordinances Imposed on them until the time of reformation Keep going But Christ Being come a high priest of good things to come By a greater more perfect tabernacle Not made with hands That is to say not of this building Neither by the blood of goats and calves But by his own blood He entered once into the holy place Having obtained Eternal redemption for us One time And then he ascended back to the Father Now I want you to see this, and I'm going to tie this all together. We've been preaching about being seated in heavenly places. I want you to see this. Go back to our text that we've been preaching for two or three weeks. Stay right with me, Brandon. Ephesians 2. Ephesians 2. Do you have that one? Ephesians 2. You has he quickened. Oh, come, come on. Okay. We like this. We've been preaching this about raised up together, right? You, somebody say, That's me. Come on, say it again. Say, That's me. You, as He quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. Where in time past you walked to the, according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now works in the children of disobedience. We miss this. Among whom we also we all had our conversation in times past, unless the flesh, the desire of the flesh, mind, were nature of the children of wrath. Were the children of wrath. Somebody say we're. We miss this part. We miss this part. We were the children of wrath, right? We miss this part. But God, who is rich, Got a whole lot of mercy. Who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us. Even when we're dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ Jesus by grace you are saved and has raised us up and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So the God that is rich in mercy has raised us up to sit with him who is rich in mercy. In the seat of mercy, next to mercy, the Father of mercies, are y'all seeing this? It's time when the enemy lies to you and says, you know what, it's time for you to say, get up, you're in my seat. That's my seat. You know, Jacob and I, we had a privilege last weekend of going to the first and second round of the NCAA tournament in Indianapolis. And uh, to watch Kentucky play, we had an awesome time. I mean, just 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 me and him together. We just, we, man, we had a great time. It's just, it's just unbelievable. But, but you know, we were sitting there, and and there was there was like four seats next to us, and and for for a while those seats were empty. And and then you know there was a couple games. It was on Sunday, and uh, there was a couple games, and 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 this guy was was sitting right behind us, and uh, he was a U of L fan, David. Him and his wife was sitting behind us, and. Uh, and there's four, there's four empty seats here. And uh, so the seats we had were, they, they, were uh, they were in the balcony, but they were first row in the balcony. Pretty good seats. You know, we were just looking right over the rail. And so he was kind of back here and had seats in front of him, and he was looking at those seats. and, he, and he, So he climbs over the seat, him and his wife, and he said, we're going to sit here. Nobody's here. You know, which was better than what he had. But just before the second game, somebody showed up. You got my seat. I mean, and the guy's just like, you know, there was no trouble or anything. He said, well, we're just keeping it warm for you. But, you know, I had that thought, I thought, you understand, I preached to you a few weeks ago. The enemy wanted, he wanted, Satan tried to rise above the throne of God and to take that seat. But God cast him out But see There's no way he can do that Unless we allow him to do But it's time for some people to say Hey listen When he comes against you And he tells you not We'll say listen You're taking my seat Because he said I could come up And sit with him And I'm rubbing shoulders with mercy I said I'm rubbing Is anybody getting this? You are free of it I don't care what you... Somebody shout, he's good. All right. A couple more, couple more verses, I'm going to be done. When they dedicate the temple, you guys get ready, Jill. When they dedicate the temple, Solomon's temple. Let's go there real quick, 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles chapter 5. You look good, man. Hmm. No, you can go down. Thank you. Second Chronicles 5 13. When they dedicated the temple, it is the Solomon's temple. And it came to pass as the trumpeters and singers, thank you, Brandon, were as one to, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord. When they lifted up their voices with the trumpets and the cymbals and the instruments of music and praised the Lord, what did they say? For he is good, for his mercy endured, endureth forever. That then, everybody say then. Then the house was filled with a cloud. Even the house of the Lord, verse 14. So that the priest could not stand to mention to the cloud for the glory of the Lord had filled, had filled the house of God. So what, do you, what, what is it saying to us? When they started singing about the mercy of God, the glory came so that they couldn't stand and they couldn't see. I'm going to say that again. They couldn't stand and they couldn't see when they started singing about the mercy of God. Glory. We want the glory to show up. You want the glory to show up? Start singing about His mercy. Start saying the Lord is good Look at your neighbor and say the Lord is good Okay, we're going to close here Let's stand Psalm 136 Guys get ready You got that Hammond B3 or something there Somebody, is anybody out there ready to give him praise? Psalm 136 Write this down and I want you to go home And read it Every day For the next 30 days Evidently Mitchell The writer of the psalm had He felt like this was important, right? He said, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. Just keep going, Calvin. Give thanks unto the God of gods, for His mercy endureth forever. Give thanks to the Lord of hosts, for His mercy endures forever. To Him him who alone does great wonders, for His mercy endures. Woo! To Him that by wisdom made the heavens, for His mercy endures forever. To Him that stretched out the earth above the waters, for His mercy endures forever. To Him that made great lights, for His mercy endures forever. Oh, think about you. Think. think oh, somebody needs to think about where they'd be without this without this message. The sun to rule by day, for His mercy endures forever. The moon and the stars to rule by night, for His mercy endures forever. To Him that smote Egypt in their firstborn, for His mercy endures forever. And brought out Israel from among them, for His mercy endures forever. With a strong hand and with a stretched out arm, for His mercy endures forever to Him which divided the Red Sea into parts, for His mercy endures forever, and made Israel to pass through the midst of it, for His mercy endures forever, but overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea, for His mercy endures forever, to Him which led His people through the wilderness. Anybody ever been led through the wilderness? Is there anybody in here that's ever been led through the wilderness? For His mercy endures for... I don't know about you, but I'm about to have a fit. Because I'll tell you what. I'm trying to get all this out to you. But I'm telling you what. There was a time in my life to where you know I've almost I've almost died because of of drug use and, and 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 when I was a teenager and and ended up in jail and I look back Mitchell and think about where I could be right now but I'm telling you I'm standing on this platform preaching to you about a merciful God this morning because I know about a merciful God. I know that he's been good to me. I know that he's been better to me than I deserve. He's a merciful God. Come on. So him which smokes to him which smote great kings for his mercy how about this to him that's going to smite great kings he raises them up and slew famous (laughs) somebody needs to give him praise for his mercy endures forever Sihon king of the Amorites for his mercy endures forever Og the king of Bashan for his mercy endures forever and gave their land for an heritage. For His... God's trying to tell you He wants to bless you. The enemy tried to destroy your family. But your son's standing there because His mercy endures forever. Oh, come on. Somebody needs to praise Somebody needs a praising. Tell me, He's a merciful God. I said, He's a merciful God. His name is Jesus. He ascended to the to the throne room. Ooh, even a heritage unto Israel, for His mercy endures forever. Who remembered us in our lowest state? Grace, come here. You know what mercy says? Mercy says you get a do-over. Mercy says, hey. You know what mercy says? I don't care how many times you've blown it. It doesn't matter. I'm not keeping, that's not what I'm keeping tabs of. What he's saying is your mercy endures forever. You know what? He said, how many times are we supposed to forgive each other? Somebody said, seven times seven. He said, let's, let's just throw another number out there. Let's say seven times seventy in one day. I'm gonna ask you a question. And, and I'm not I'm not saying you should try that, but let me ask you a question. If Jesus expects us to be willing to forgive somebody seven times seventy in one day, don't you think he's willing to do that also? come on I'm just trying to I'm trying to get this message to you that his mercy endures forever he has redeemed us from our enemy for his mercy endures forever who gives food to all flesh for his mercy endures forever Oh, give thanks unto the God of heaven for His mercy endures forever. Come on, somebody needs to give Him praise. Somebody needs to give Him praise. Somebody cry out mercy. Come on, somebody needs to cry out mercy. Come here, one more time. Stand right here. Come here, I want you to move. Come here. I've told you this before, but you you you, you, you got to get this in your spirit. The writer of Psalms said, though, "Though though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because Thou art with me." He said, "Your rod and your staff, they comfort me." Oh, come on. He said, I'm going to prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemies. And then, you know what he went on to say? He said, surely goodness and mercy is going to follow you all the days of your life. You need to move around a little bit. Come on, move around a little bit. Come on. I'm surely in your, come on. I'm goodness and your mercy. I don't care where you go. Oh, come on. I don't care where you go. Come here. Come on, somebody, somebody needs to get this in their spirit this morning. Hey, I don't care. See, here's the deal. He don't care. You know what, you know what David said? He said, "If I make my if, if I if I if I rise up to the heavens, you are there." He said, "If I make my bed in hell, you are there." Come on, you can't run from him. He's going to keep coming after you. He's not going to give up on you. He said, "My mercy endures forever." And you know what? He's going to keep working till he gets you where he wants you to be. Come, somebody needs to give him praise. so glad that he never gave up on me hey, people said he'll never make it they'll never make it let alone become a pastor he'll never make it you still in church you know I got I got saved Robert when I was just a young teenager got out there. Y'all heard me. T- I don't talk about this stuff a lot. It's not something I'm proud of. I got out there, young people. I ended up in jail. In fact, out there stands the person that took the phone call. They give you that one call. Where you at? I'm in jail. Four, four years of four straight years, almost five years of drug use and marijuana use and alcohol use. But you know what? When I was in that, you know, and I, and I knew what was right, Chris, but when I was in that jail cell, guess what? Mercy. <laughs> I had a praying father that was full of the spirit of God he prayed he prayed for me and he prayed for me and he prayed for me and you know what because of that mercy's followed me around all my life come on somebody needs to give god praise in this house gina mercy's on your children mercy's on your grandchildren come on somebody needs to give god praise we have mercy mercy's the new currency of heaven and we've got it we're covered up with it Where yeah, before you go pal Goodness and mercy—they're gonna keep following you. They're gonna keep following you. They're gonna keep following you. They're not gonna give up on you. They're gonna keep following you. Come on, I said they're gonna keep following you. Come on, there. Surely, goodness. Hey, hey, hey. You may say, Pastor, seem like I just so unworthy. I don't care. I, we should get to a place where we have victory in our life. But when we are struggling, He is there following us still. And you've heard me say before, if you limp into heaven, goodness and mercy is going to be still following you right through the gate. Somebody needs to get this. Come on, sing. Come on, sing. You need to. You need to come. This. You just need. You need to receive the mercy of God. You just need to receive the mercy of God. If you would like to know more about our Father's House and upcoming events log on to Our Father's House, KY.org.